another big one now. This is probably again. There's so many big ones this weekend. You know, obviously we've touched on with so much playoff implications on the line. Bengals going on the road to the Bucks. The Bucks again. You know, last weekend we didn't see much from them when they went into San Francisco, got the doors blown off them early. Didn't do very much offensively throughout the course of the game. Lost 35-7. Going up against the Bengals team that right now are one of the hottest in the league. Beat the Browns last week 23-10. Joe Burrow looks like the Joe Burrow that we saw last year at this time of year going into the playoffs. Previous week with the big win at home against the Chiefs. They're going up against the Bucks offense is 28 in the league. Now going into this season, bearing in mind the numbers in which Tom Brady was putting up last year, and I know he retired and then he unretired, and we still we still expected big things from this Bucks team, and certainly from the offense. It still has a lot of the players that were there last year, and they're going up against when you compare it to the Bengals, the seventh most explosive offense in in the league. Big loss this week for the Bengals. Trey Hendrickson um, is gone. He obviously he finished the game last week playing with a broken arm or a broken wrist, and yeah, still finished the game. He's gone. He's going to be out for the, for a couple of for a couple of weeks potentially into the playoffs but what concerns me about the Bengals defense is last year they were ranked eighth in, in sacks they're in the bottom half this year in, in around 27 26 right now that will have to be addressed and the books offensive line this year has been inconsistent so you could see a scenario where the Bengals defense gets to Brady and if they do Brady's in for another long day I was reflecting earlier when we were doing the betting podcast and some of the books victories at home this year and they beat the Rams late they were fortunate in that game the Rams kind of gave that game away we certainly saw the same two weeks ago when the Saints game gave the game away and there was games earlier in the season where they were, there was high expectations when they played the Chiefs they got beaten when they played um, the Packers even despite the Packers difficult season they got beaten and they're going up against another explosive offence on Sunday and I can't see how they're going to live with this Bengals offence the way the Bengals are playing Jamar Chase is back really effective over the past few weeks um, this is a big one for the Bengals. I mean, we're talking about the Ravens playing the Browns on Saturday night. We're both consistent and we feel this could be the game in which the Browns win. If the Bengals were to win this on Sunday, you know, it could certainly put themselves in a position knowing they still have to play the Bills. They've still got to play the Ravens. It'll be a big one to get over the line, put themselves in a position with the aspirations to win this division. So I'm going to side with the Bengals on the road to beat the Bucks and have the Panthers be number one in this division come Sunday night. Yeah, I, I keep saying it, it, you know, and I've said it for years that it's Tom Brady's universe and we're all just living in it. It may well be because they might get away with this year. They might end up in the playoffs just because of how bad the, the rest of the division is. But look, th things have talked about it. Things just aren't right. And they haven't been right since last year. Um, you, you're talking about, you know, last week against the... Uh, 40, 49ers. There was obviously also the game against the the Panthers. Um, you know they, they managed to um, you know get the what sixteen points against the the Rams. Like th this is a Bucks offense that just is really struggling. And part of that, and it may you know, is the fact that the the run is just non-existent it really and they, uh, earlier in the year they they tried to to get it going um and they were just handing the ball off but the issue is i think against this bengals defense dj reader is having a monster year um and he he was one of one of the reasons why they were kind of so effective against the the browns and i just think it's too much to ask Brady to just go out every week and, and throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. So 
to me, Burrow and the Bengals are finding form at the right time. Nobody is going to want to to play them, and you know, I, it, it it is. I yeah, Trey Hendrickson is certainly a loss, particularly that ability to you know to to put Brady under pressure. No. Nobody likes that. Um, you know, <laughs> no matter what job you're in in the world, you don't like to be put under pressure. Um, but least of all, a, a quarterback. So that won't help. Um, and and the Bucks are scrapping. So I I imagine this could end up being a title battle. But I believe the level that Burrow is playing at is as good as anybody else, uh, if not better, right now than anybody else in the league. I think it's you know probably. Him for me, him hurts and and, and Mahomes. Mahomes has that, that complacency issue that he just needs to to sort out. Mahomes can do things that nobody else can as well. Um, but Burrow uh, is just brilliant, and I think that Burrow and the Bengals will get the win on Sunday. Yeah, full house in this one. Marcus also siding with the Bengals, so that brings us to uh, the last game of Sunday. I don't know whether we're saving. The best of the last, but um, it's certainly a big game. It's been flexed into Sunday night football. Two teams that know each other very well, played each other two weeks. The game finished in a tie. You know, it's a rarity we get NFL ties, and both teams just couldn't find a way to move the ball in overtime to get the win. Giants going on the road into FedEx Field to play the Commanders. The Commanders coming off a bye week, um, having won three of the last four games. Taylor Honey has turned, turned their season around. Their defense has turned the season around. In fairness, Ron Rivera's turned the season around ever since his rant in, in Chicago after that poor Thursday night game. Things have changed so much against the Giants team that have lost three of the last four games. Saquon Barkley has regressed it over the course of the last four games. He hasn't rushed for more than 63 yards against a commander's team that are ninth against the run. And we spoke time and time again about how the Giants were so effective earlier in the season, which essentially was to have Barkley do his thing, complimentary football with. Daniel Jones also rushing the ball and then wide receivers getting into position to uh, take the receptions and keep the drives moving. The defence at the start of the season was playing really well. The secondary has been banged up in injuries. I mean, Dory Jackson is the number one corner. He's out. The number one safety and McKinney's out. There's so many players missing on defence. It's it's kind of been reflective of how poorly they played over the past few weeks. And you'd imagine Scott Turner, the commander's offence coordinator, will look to run the ball with Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, because right now the Giants' defence, in terms of the run defence, has been very poor over the past four weeks as well. I mean, this all points to a commander's victory. They're coming off the bye week. They played the Giants two weeks ago, and here they are playing the Giants again. Again, we're talking about scheduling quirks earlier on in the, you know, in the show. This is another one. Um, Brian David over the, over this week has been got a lot of negative press, and uh, bearing in mind how good his opening season has been as head coach, and you know, all the kudos he's been getting. This is the first time in which the narrative has changed. He's been continuously talked of in negative manners and reports around how he was ill-prepared last weekend to coach against the Eagles and how the team were reflective of that. The team didn't play as if they were prepared, which I thought was a bit disingenuous, bearing in mind who they're playing. Probably arguably the best team in the NFC, if not the, in, if not the season as a whole. And it doesn't make sense. It should be the commanders. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going yet. I actually... I have a feeling for this game. I genuinely think the Giants are going to win this. Daniel Jones has played his best game of his career in FedEx Field for some reason over his over the four years. His games, his numbers have been off the charts when he goes and, and plays plays in there. If it wasn't for the exception of a last-second field goal 
last year in which the Giants jumped offside. They should have won that game. He'd be unbeaten there. He just, for some reason, he finds a way. It's his first time ever playing on Sunday night football. I'm going with the Giants to cause the upset. And if they do win, their playoff position goes up 89%. So that's a strong number. So it effectively is a, is, it's a bit of a playoff feel about it. It's a big game. And um, I'm probably am going with my heart over my head, but I think the Giants find a way to win on Sunday. Yeah, this is what being a, a fan is all about sometimes, is going uh, with your your heart rather uh, than, than your head. I, I do think criticism of Dable is silly. Um, I, I think it's probably because he got off to such a good start, maybe almost too good a start. But they run, they ran into a juggernaut uh, against Philly. I've given the stats earlier in the show about Philly's defense. You know, I mean, Philly's offense is is phenomenal as well, and they they attack you from all angles. And yeah, the the, the Giants are are also dealing with injuries. Um, and I, I, I mean, I think ultimately the the question for the Giants is, uh, and I suppose Brian, I'm interested in in, in your uh, take at this point of the season. Is Daniel Jones the quarterback of the New York Football Giants to begin uh, the season in September 2023? I had a similar conversation with, with two Giants fans this week, and everybody has the same feel. This is the game. Like This is a make-or-break game. This is arguably the biggest game the Giants have had in 10 years. Touchdowns, that's there. If they were to win this game, bearing in mind the way that the season could play out for other teams and the permutations, the likelihood is they will make the playoffs. But he's got to perform on Sunday. This is like he's never won in a primetime game. I know it's his first Sunday night game, but he's never won on a Thursday. He's never won on a Monday. He needs to right the wrongs of that as well and get over the line. But this is a pressure cooker game. This is, I reflect on what Joe Shane said in the bye week when he was kind of doing the mid-season review and they asked the question, is, you know, is Daniel Jones scoring next year? And he said, we've got seven games to assess and after seven games, we'll make that decision. And this is now down to, we're shoehorned into four games because they've been so poor over the last four games. But this is the type of game he has to go and win. He's got to prove himself in, in the big games with the big opportunities with a playoff position on the line to go and win this game. Is he the quarterback next season? Right now, I would say no. I never would have thought I would have said that. Having left the game in London and the following week when they beat the Ravens and when they went in and beat Jacksonville, but Something in the back of my head is saying no, because when it was the bye week, the Giants reached out to two players to, to look at contract negotiations, and one of them was Julian Love, who's had a fantastic season and has been playing really well despite the poor years, and the other one was obviously Saquon Barkley. I thought that was very reflective of the fact that they didn't reach out to Daniel Jones' people. That, to me, meant they're still not convinced, and they're going to see how the, the remainder of the season. It's like I saw a great message today. What you've learned about Daniel Jones this year is that you've learned you still don't know. Because <laughs> you still don't know. Um, maybe we'll know more on Monday if they go out and win this game. And maybe we'll know more if they finally get back on winning, uh, on the winning track and get themselves into the playoffs. But right now I have a niggling feeling that he won't be there next year. If you don't know after four and a half years, I think you probably have your answer. Um, yeah. If you don't know, you'll never know, I think someone said it. I, I think, you know, um, it, it can take time. And, and, and like the Trevor Lawrence situation, you know, sometimes you have to, to rough it out for a year before you really know. But uh, ultimately, you know, at the end of year two, uh, 
you generally have a good idea. And I know a lot of people will talk about Josh Allen, uh, but ultimately Josh Allen led that Bills team to the playoffs in year two. So to me, that that is kind, kind of, yeah, it can happen, obviously. And, and we've seen um, with what's happened with Gino uh, and what happened with Ryan Tannehill. But those are the exceptions rather than, than the rule. I just I just think that the the Giants I think this will be a really close game, but I almost feel like the Giants like season almost hinged on that last Commanders game because they 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 should have put it to bed, and had they gone on to win that I think the momentum possibly could have carried them, but ultimately not getting over the line in that one. Coupled with the the injuries, coupled with an already kind of depleted squad. I mean, look, the Kenny Kenny Galladay stuff is just a, a nightmare and a legacy from from the last GM. But it means that the the roster isn't where they want it to be, uh, and I think that uh, Ron Rivera probably has a bit more to to play with. Uh, though I I think that both of these teams. I, in my opinion, would both be looking for a quarterback in, in the offseason. Um, I, I don't think Taylor Heineke is probably the, the long-term answer. Um, but maybe Ron Rivera will think because of the way he manages to get wins, he will be. I think that uh, the the commanders will get get the win on Sunday, but I expect it to be a real, real kind of ding-dong, proper divisional matchup. Um, and yeah, it makes sense why the NFL moved it in to the Sunday night slot. So, yeah, ultimately the Giants come up just short for me. Yeah, America's on the same uh, beat as yourself. He, he's also selected the commanders. Um, we won't take too much more time in the quarterback situation. What I would say is if you look at the quarterback availability come the offseason, whether it's your free agency, you know, where do you go? Because um, the difficulty is, and we've always discussed it, when you win games, you find yourself in the middle of the pack come April in the draft, you, you, unless you're giving up a boatload of picks, you're not in a position to get one of the new quarterbacks coming out. So they might have to bring him back for another year, maybe franchise tag and pay him whatever, 23 million or something along those lines. Be interesting to see. I think this Sunday generally is, is going to be telling because you're talking about momentum there, you know, what they should have got two weeks ago. Maybe they can recapture that momentum if they were to win this game because they still have to play the Colts, Tennessee Eagles team in the last weekend of the season that... Um, maybe resting up but right now bearing in mind the permutations they're suggesting that whoever wins this game on Sunday will only need one more win to make sure they're in the playoffs so it's a significant game for both teams and like any any, any NFC East game I can see it coming down to the fourth quarter and uh, one team will find a way to get over the line this time as opposed to two weeks ago when it ended in a tie but look that's that's uh, that's the full slate of games covered We there is a Monday night game which will We'll capture on our show on Monday night, which really doesn't have a lot of significance. I don't think it's the Rams traveling into Lambeau to play the Packers, but we will cover it on Monday night as part of our review show, which I believe will be at nine o'clock on Monday. Um, Colin with Calla and hopefully Mark back and the fourth set in terms of the four of us discussing an action packed games. I mean, as we said at the start of the show, this is the first weekend since early on in the season where every team is playing this weekend, so we really are getting to the, the business end of the season. There's a big game this evening, as we touched on, Seattle hosting San Francisco. That, um, that coverage and that uh, review, of that, sorry, that preview of that game is available by podcast. Myself and Mark went through it today and made our picks. Um, it won't come as a surprise to say that we've all picked the same team in that game. And then um, we had a little bit more content throughout the course of the weekend across Twitter. 
Instagram and uh, just keep an eye out for some bits and pieces that may be going out in terms of content. But for now, Colin, as always, I thank you for your time. I look forward to going through these games with you on Monday evening. Yeah, absolutely. And and thanks as well to everyone who has interacted with us, all the comments uh, that uh, took place in uh, the, the chat and uh, for the questions as well. Always enjoy interacting with the community. Uh, so do uh, come back on Monday when we are live. Get your questions and, and comments in. Uh, Brian might be jumping for joy or might um, be uh, drowning his sorrows. Uh, but do uh, we we do appreciate the, the comments, absolutely. And yeah, looking forward to um, to 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 that. There is uh, one comment here from from Stephen Me, uh, who says uh, the conundrum with Jones is says who are you gonna re replace him with? Would you take Derek Carr over Daniel Jones? Uh, I wouldn't, but I could see a scenario where the Giants um, would make a move from. I mean, his brother played for the Giants, albeit he was the backup to Eli Manning in the Super Bowl year, so he has familiarities in terms of a family member being there. And there was also, um, I had a conversation with Stephen O'Rourke recently, he was on doing our Pedican podcast, a big Raiders fan, and he feels that Derek Carr will be the fall guy for a disappointing season. And the contract is structured in the way that they could trade him this off season. So he's an interesting name. The Baker Mayfield thing. I mean, that's. I mean, if the Giants wanted Baker Mayfield, they would have got him last off season when he was available because the new GM and the new head coach had no ties to Daniel Jones at the time, and uh, they could have easily decided that Baker Mayfield was the answer. I think Baker Mayfield will inevitably find himself staying in LA, probably as the backup to Matthew Stafford. That's not one for me. Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I call him knows that, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to. Derek Carr potentially being the quarterback next season, but again, we'll see what the uh, what the markup is. What will the Raiders want in return? That will be an interesting conversation come the off season. But look, let's let's focus on Sunday. Hopefully, Daniel Jones it does does do the the business come Sunday night. I, I do I do think yeah Stephen O'Rourke might have a point as I said I don't think they will want to move on from the head coach so it could be that Derek Carr is is the fall guy and for anyone watching or listening if Baker Mayfield signs for the Giants uh, Brian's reaction will be absolute gold you that is one that you won't you won't want to miss every week should will be fantastic if that were to happen. Yeah, I've voiced my feelings on Baker Mayfield for about a year and a half now. So let's not let's not even get into that because the, the fear will kick in very quickly. No, Joe Flacco will not be the Giants quarterback. Okay, we need to kill this conversation. Let's get Daniel Jones playing on Sunday and we'll move on. Um, we'll wrap up. So Monday night, please God, we are here with a Giants victory as opposed to a Commanders victory. But whatever the result is, there's going to be a huge amount to get through because there really is some interesting games. Bengals, Bucks, Jets, Lions... There's some really good games. Obviously, we've got three games on Saturday with playoff scenarios involved there with the Bills and the Dolphins, and obviously then as well with the Ravens playing, the Vikings. Some huge games for all, all fans of the NFL this weekend. So enjoy it all and enjoy the games, and hopefully we'll have some more leading into Christmas Eve and Christmas Day games with huge playoff possibilities for all teams. Okie doke. We'll leave it Thank there, you. so.